Yeah, we're here. Hey, episode 93. What's up, everybody? Welcome. Thank you for joining us on this earlier edition of Jump Street Podcast. Yes, on this very early edition. Um, so we were meant to have Al on the podcast today, uh, Albert Huey, but something ended up coming up. And we ended up not being able to get him on, but we still have a very special guest. And our very special guest is going to be Nick Lomax. So we got Nick Lomax joining us today. Isn't that nice? We got a little last minute, little redemption on his last episode for anybody who missed it on uh, at Winter Clash. So he's been begging us to get yeah. a, a second chance. So we're going to give it to him today. So sorry, I uh, could, couldn't make it. Maybe we'll ca- like we'll try to at the end call him somehow through the Zoom. But we'll figure it out. Getting caught up, we'll figure it out. Um, that being said, um, yeah, want to give a shout out to our sponsor for the episode, Blank by Rollerblade. Um, they got a new trailer, so we kind of switch it up, and it's actually pretty cool. So check this out, Blank by Rollerblade. Give it up for Tony Woodland, everybody. Tony Woodland, blank by Rollerblade. That is sick. Check him out. Um, yeah, we got a bunch of new Patreons as well, don't we? Yes, uh, we have a lot of new Patreons, actually. For anyone who is part of our Patreon page, we put up a new video um, the other day, Billy, showing everybody how to do their, their first handrail, which is a how-to that's not too common these days. But uh, speaking of which, we have a bunch of new Patreon supporters. I want to give a shout-out. There's a few here. Uh, Christopher Pauly, Rob Canecio, Cass Watson, Jeremy Lutkin, Pedro Matoa, Tygo, Neil Owen, Roger, Alex Bishkov, Fork, MP, Danny Salazar, uh, Gideon Dopslaff. There's a lot of international names here, by the way, so I apologize. <laughs> Hector, Vera, Hector Vera, Tony Chamberlain, Dion DeWalt, Jackie Ong, Chris Wilk, Scott Bray, Corey Laughlin, Tyrone Biggums, straight from the Chappelle show and Donald Bryant. Thank you all so much for your support. And for anybody who isn't a part of our Patreon page, add this link in the description of this YouTube video. Um, check it out. We have a lot of cool exclusive content on there that are only for our Patreon supporters. So you could join for as little as a dollar a month. There's different tiers. You get different things, but um, yeah, definitely check it out. And speaking of it being only a dollar a month, it's a good time to do my spiel. There's a perfect time. Perfect time. If you don't already, please follow us on all of our social media pages. Go to our Facebook, give us a like. Go to our YouTube, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. So when we have an episode, it just alerts you on your phone or wherever you may be. Go to our Instagram, give us a follow. We have an iTunes. Please give us a five-star rating and a review. Um, We also have a Patreon, as Austin mentioned. And for now, it's a dollar a month. And who's ever a Patreon, it's going to stay a dollar a month. But we might bump it up to $2 coming up soon. Because take, take you know, we, we want to be able to give you guys more content. So um, everyone who's going to be a patron for a dollar is who's in there. It stays a dollar. So get in now. But Mikey might be getting bumped up to two soon. So uh, yeah, check that out. And um, yeah, we have we have a WTF this week too as well. So our, our WTF this week 
I'm not sure actually where it comes from, but uh, shout out to Daniel Gorski, who uh, I don't know another another trick. Like we say, we the best ones are the ones that where you don't know what's going on. Uh, sidewalk, 360 spinny sidewalk deal, and uh, big shout out. Check him out at Gorski on Instagram. And I think we lost Billy right now. He might have lost his uh, internet connection. I feel bad bringing our guest on without him, but I think we might have to do that anyway. Right now, Billy is just a, a blank head. <laughs> so um, maybe we will continue going. <laughs> All right. I think I think our guest is ready real quick. Uh, we'll bring in our guest and uh, hopefully Billy can join us really quick. So everybody, as we mentioned, Alhui is not able to join us today. So instead we have Justin Lomax. Hey, it's Nick Lomax, man. Uh, Nick hey. Lomax. <laughs> I keep fucking up people's names. <laughs> <laughs> April Fool's everybody. I, I just fucking <laughs> April Fool's everybody double right there with the Justin Lomax. <laughs> but Al, what's going on? We, uh, we, we lost Billy for some reason. I don't know what's going on if his... Uh, Something died on his end, but we shall carry on until he joins us again. What's going on, Al? How are you? Uh, I'm chilling. How's everything by you? How's, how's Ireland? Oh, good, yeah. Can't complain. Can't complain. You had a, you had a good day. Yeah. It's, it's finally, um, as I was saying to Billy before, this is the first time I get to do, like, not the first time, but usually because we had the European guest on, we do it earlier. Obviously, for you guys, yeah. obviously, it would be like 3 in the morning or whatever when we do it normally, but I get to do it during the day. I have a little more energy this time, so I'm happy to, to get this going and, and kick off episode 93. So again, thank you so much for joining us. No worries. Thanks for thanks for having me. Yeah, and I apologize for not having a Guinness on this episode too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got one? Drink one for me then, okay? <laughs> so, okay, Billy's in the comments now. He said he'll, he'll be, be right back, <laughs> whatever that means. So, Al, thank you so much um, for people who maybe aren't too familiar uh, from Ireland, uh, USD pro back in the day, IMYTA champion and, uh, a lot of, a lot of great history. And I was actually, um, I know Billy usually likes to kick it off with hearing how you started and all that. Um, so I think we'll, we'll start with that for now. Um, kind of give us like a background to how you got into the sport. Um, you know, what kicked it off, what sparked this, this whole thing that's going on right now. Uh, yeah. So one of my mates in school, Got a pair of skates when I was around 11, I think. Um, and then I just like had to go his skates and uh, loved it. And then got my own set and then just started skating. I used to bring them into school and like practice jumping over people and spinning and steps and all that kind of shit. And then, um, yeah, I think it was like a year or two of playing hockey and just like wreck skating and then started doing grinds, like a little skate park opened up down near my gaff. Um, and yeah, just learned how to grind. And then I had like Bowers were my first skates and then, yeah, just kind of kept going with it, I guess. Wait, so what year was this? Uh, ooh, I'm 37 now, so when I was 11, so I don't know. You do the maths of that. <laughs> a, long, a long time ago, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't even do people's names, let alone do math on the fly like that. <laughs> but um, I, I like how you just said that you used to jump over kids at school. What do you mean by that? Did people like line up on the floor in the hallways <laughs> like at like, the circus? Up, yeah, used to, yeah, you used to like line them up on the floor. And then <laughs> no way. <laughs> These are like kids at school, like students. Yeah, yeah. And people were willing to just but, 
lay down their lives for you to jump over them. Yeah, totally. But you'd make sure you can make the distance. You jump beside them first, and then you just try go over them. Uh, was there a ramp, or it's just like in the hallway, flat ground? No, just flat, flat ground. <laughs> Were there any uh, fatalities from that? No, no, surprisingly not. <laughs> that is an interesting way. I've never heard of anybody starting skating and then started jumping people at school that that is a uh, crazy those those kids had a death wish back then yeah well like obviously i got my bearings before i started jumping people hey look who's back oh he's muted i think am i back you're back yeah okay welcome to the party billy o'neill everybody ow it was <laughs> april fools right. we set it up and then i got kicked <laughs> off april, april yeah, fools to right. me april fools yeah. to everybody yeah all the setup <laughs> so wait, what, what did you guys talk about so far? What are you guys in the middle of talking about? Everything. I missed everything. We're, we're done. That's it. No, we, we did it all already. <laughs> no, no. We, I, I was just talking about. Uh, I, I took off where you usually take off. Um, his okay. beginning where he started, and uh, Al used to apparently jump over kids at school in the hallway. Have kids line up on the floor in the hallway and jump over them, which is insane to me still to think about it. But yeah, that's where we left off. So sorry. Yeah, so catch so, you up. So, Gone. Thank you for catching me up. So, shout out. You didn't miss much. Okay. <laughs> but, so yeah, that's how, that's how you got in pretty, pretty quick. Um, I'm guessing that was like mid 90s, assuming. Yeah. yeah Early 90s. Yeah, yeah, Bowers. Yeah, Bowers, yeah. Was, was it Bower Rex Skates or you had like the Bower, uh, was it like the Crestes nah, or something were, like that? The Rec ones, they were like FX1s or something like that. Yeah, you remember the model name? Yeah. <laughs> that's rare because everyone had different ones there was like fx3 fx5 were the really good ones or something no i don't know anything about those bowers mm. back in the day i like saved up i used to get like a wheel every week because there was like a sports shop near me that sold uh hyper fat boys but they're kind of like eight quid each or something so you used to like get one each week save up and get a full set you were to buy well, one wheel at sell, a time. They used to sell one <laughs> yeah, at a time. Yeah. What is going on over there? You're jumping over kids at school. You're buying one wheel at a time. So so by the time you get like... No, you could buy eight. I just couldn't afford it. Yeah. I know what I'm saying. But like, so you would have one new wheel at a time. So like you would put like the fifth wheel on like months later after they're all worn no, out. No, no, no. <laughs> I'd just wait till I have eight and then... Oh. Then have eight. Yeah, yeah. I thought you put like one wheel, wheel on at a time. Like your, your skate is all slanted and shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um so oh yeah like we met a long time ago uh one of the first videos i saw you in um was last call and i think that oh, was yeah, like yeah. i don't know 98 or 99 or something like that and I remember seeing a daily bread interview right around that time when you first started getting uh some exposure i think you were around 16 no yeah 16 yeah yeah um and i just remember like reading like a story about you guys going out skating and you guys like getting a little it's like uh some scuffle or someone trying to steal your camera or something along those lines in that story and it just like always gave me this perception of like uh, oh you know dublin's like you know a little rough and tumble place but mm -hmm. yeah like what was it like coming up um skating from the early days was it like there much of a scene was there like uh any irish skaters to look up to uh before you that were like oh this this is the person or someone that showed you your first video or how did you get from going jumping over these kids' heads, like on the on the rec blades, to finding out the the culture and like the everything behind it. Yeah, there's definitely like a, quite a good scene. Um, it was really big here for like 
two or three years in the 90s. Um, Connor Manweller was skating back then. Uh, Brian Barron, I don't know if you know, you know, Barno. You probably met Barno. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there was there was a good crew of people like, um, but a lot of a lot of there was a lot of people in the UK then as well that we were, we always went over to the UK to meet people, so that was kind of a big thing as well. Um, but yeah, what was the question again? Like, how did you go from the uh, the power rec skates to like finding out like uh, the culture, like getting your first pair of like agros from there, like yeah. seeing your first video? Like, how did you go from like? jumping over the kids' heads in school to, like, seeing, like, oh, there's grinds and this grind is a backslide or a topsole or whatever. Yeah, there, there was just, a, there was another group of skaters, like, that around my area that all used to be able to do tricks and stuff. And I used to skate this school just up the road from my house. And, uh, that like, then I went up one day and they were all there and they were did jumping steps and doing grinds and shit. And then they told me about, like, a skate shop and skate videos. I think the first video I saw was, like, Hoax 2 and Mad Beef. Got them in a skate shop. Actually, got them in a skateboard shop here that just happened to have them videos. Um, that's kind of how I learned about it. And then, yeah, then just kept meeting more and more people. Like when it, like I live thirty minutes outside the city, so uh, I used to always just skate around here. But then I started going into town, and when I went into town, like I just met loads more people. Um, that's kind of how it happened. There was a couple of skate comps like back in the day. Um, and that's where I met like tons of people like Pierce Stokes and Connor and all them kind of OG Irish guys. Is Connor the guy who owns Celtic now? Yeah, yeah, Same yeah. Connor? Okay, I didn't know Connor's mm -hmm. last name. Yeah. Man yeah, man. um, the man. yeah. Connor and yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know Connor. I knew Connor had been around for a long time, but I didn't know he was like one part of the original like OG Irish crew. Oh yeah, um, no, totally, hundred percent. It's really cool. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. Last call. How did that come to be? Because that's I think the first time a lot of people was that Jan Welch's video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we we went to Lausanne for some of the comps, and he was at one of them, and. I just met him like street skating. He was just shooting stuff at the ledges and yeah, he just was into my skating and we went filming there and got like a good bit of the section done there. And then he said he'd come to Dublin and he just came over and finished it off. Um, that was it really. That's sick. Uh, the Lausanne comps are such like OG part of like the OG skate history. You know, like yeah. those like '90s massive comps. Was yeah, was Jan yeah. still like living in Europe at that time, or? Oh well, no, I think he was in America. I didn't know Jan yeah. lived in Europe at all. Yeah, I didn't know he lived there ever. <laughs> maybe I'm maybe um... I'm wrong. Maybe it's his folks. His family are from there, or whatever. Oh, like maybe that. that's why. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, funny memory I have about John Bergeron. Like when we when we got to our hotel, uh, there was a, a skater and his girlfriend checking into the hotel room. And John Bergeron rocked in, and we were like, "Oh my God, that's John Bergeron!" And then he started like flirting with the guy's girlfriend and like asking her on a date. And we were like, "Oh my God, it's so cringe!" <laughs> but he's a mad bastard. Where's that guy from? Yeah, Canada or something. Oh yeah, Montreal. Uh, Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> he he's uh, a. Yeah, he, I heard some crazy stories about scary. him. Too. He's scary, dude. <laughs> Why was he scary? Yeah, he's a legit scary he's dude. So he was like a. Like, Isn't he like a fighter or something? Awesome. 
Yeah, he's like yeah. the UFC fighter or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like that his, hand, he looks like his hands are like <laughs> so big. You know what I mean? I remember just, uh, yeah, and he used to be pretty uh, aggro. So shout out John Bergeron. Maybe we'll get him on the show one day. But yeah, he was like a kickboxer and a yeah. skater and, and scary. He was a scary guy. Yeah. That'd be interesting <laughs> show. Sound, so good. Yeah, he's a sound guy. Yeah, he's a cool mm. guy. Yeah, so man, that's back in the day, like Lausanne, that's some old school stuff. So around this time, you decide you're going to try to take this, this skating thing to the next level. You're going to try to go pro. You're going you're gonna to travel a bit. So like, what, what was it like uh, getting about in Europe and like starting to get to meet people and then coming out to the States and going on that little journey coming up, chase, chasing the skate dream? Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Um started like a lot of it going to england and then uh first time in the states we all went to san diego that was amazing went there about two or three times i think um yeah i don't know it was amazing it was like always just wanted to kind of be able to skate and live off skating uh and then yeah the reality of that never really happened but <laughs> <laughs> It's funny when you're young, you're like, oh my God, people are living off this and you can just do this and, and like live off it. Like they must be rich. They fucking have sponsors <laughs> and all, but it's just, it was never like that then really. Well, actually 90s people were, but. Yeah. When like we started skating, that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. So growing yeah. up watching it is, is one thing. And then it becoming a reality when like you become pro is a different thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I totally thought everyone was rich back in the day. Like, you know, they're on <laughs> yeah. MTV. If yeah. you're on MTV, yeah, yeah. you're rich. You know, that's yeah. it. Everyone gets a thousand dollars check when you're on MTV. He's got to be rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Sponsored by Levi's, right? Like all mm -hmm. that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, man. Like uh, around that time, like, you know, I've always loved your skating. Um, but like you were like, you know, you were winning like a few IMYTAs. You won the one in England. And then mm -hmm. oh, I think it was Liverpool. And then you won the final four. Yeah, that's some that that's mad. some pretty, yeah, that's some pretty mad. And didn't you wait? <laughs> did you win? You won Amsterdam too, right? Uh, no, I got second. I was like uh, the only the... person to ever get second in IMYT. because <laughs> it was so close, they were like, "Oh, we'll give Al second." <laughs> oh. <laughs> I learned Cam. I think learned Cam won. It like came to that yeah. kind of big square rail. I did back rail, and he sweated it, so he won because. But I was skating good all day. It was real annoying. <laughs> You were the only yeah, the wanna... title of the only second place IMYTA champion. <laughs> yeah. But what, what was the skating? The one was funny as well because, like, that was weird because the comp hadn't really even ended. I just did it. I did did the trick that I won with, and then it just, like, everyone just, like, rushed me, and it was like, ew, and I was like, what? Is it over? And then, then I just kind of won it. And same with the final four was mad as well because – there was like security guys kicking us out every day. It had to be moved from the actual, like it started on one day and then finished on a different day because security kept kicking us out, I think. Mm -hmm. So like they had to do a really weird kind of spot thing. And then on the last spot, I did my last trick, the one that won. And then like Shima was over on the right, like soling off this roof and he was trying to transfer down to top. So he definitely would have won if he had done this, but we got kicked out before it all happened. So and I remember him like, uh, we were skating off back to the cars because we had been uh, kicked out. And him and Rob G came up to me and they're like, oh, so I guess you won. I was like, what? 
oh fuck, this is so weird because I thought it would go on again or something, but it didn't. That was mad. <laughs> so two two flukes. <laughs> Did you tip off the security guard afterwards? You're like, yo, good looks. Who's this? <laughs> you let me yeah, yeah. I call. I actually called the police. <laughs> you gave called the cops on nine YTA. That's some crazy tactics right there. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I don't think the the Liverpool one is a fluke. Like, if you do like a trick and everyone rushes you, that's that seems to be like a legit uh, way to end it. Like, you know, if you're getting kicked yeah. out over and over, that's yeah. you can you can make a case for that. But I mean, did you guys get a? You ended up landing landing that like trick. Was it Royal five forty yeah. out four fifty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty like um. Where up did was there enough time for like people to skate? I mean, there was enough time for you to get that trick. Yeah, there was enough time for that, but like we were there maybe half an hour or something, so it was quite short. Mm, that is kind I think of I was the only one maybe to get no. Vinny sold it, I think, and then I just railed it. I don't know if anything else much happened on it. Yo, That's how the much. hell are you gonna have a finals at that spot? <laughs> I know, yeah. That is I think so... they're really under pressure to get somewhere because the the spots they wanted weren't able to happen because of the police. They'd like so they take from, they blocked them out from a whole area like San Jose or so I don't know where there was an area of mm-hmm. Cali that they just said like you can't skate anywhere here so they had to kind of fully move it. It's mad. The concept for those are crazy too. Just I can't picture nowadays being able to bring like a thousand people to a spot without getting kicked out. Like everything yeah. you go to spots with ten people now and you get kicked out. So yeah. I can't imagine the struggle that it would take to. I mean, you would need permits, I guess, whatever, but. Mm-hmm. add to the problem but um i wanted to i wanted to say because i was talking to sean kelsey yesterday because he was so hyped that you were coming on the show and he was like he, he was really hyped that you were coming on the uh, show but he he was saying that like he the first time he went to europe i think he you were on the tour with him i think or he met you and he was just yes. like so impressed yeah. by the way you skated in person and you were such like a humble guy but you were like destroying shit on skates and that's like the way you were and it's weird that somebody like you would just be a beast and winning two IMYTAs with that kind of like demeanor. You know what I mean? Is there like a way that you approach contests that were differently? Because you don't have like a, like, yeah, I want to fucking destroy this shit type of like <laughs> attitude. It doesn't seem like so for you to just go ham and, and win IMYTAs, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think I just, uh, it's weird. I went through a phase of kind of like buzzing off comps and then like, in the last few years of when I was skating comps, I really hated them. Uh, but I know I just I just found a, a, a way of getting in the zone and like just kind of being on it. I don't know, but I don't know what the trick was. I was just you know when you go through kind of phases or years of like being really in the zone with skating, mm-hmm. and then you kind of dip in and out of them. I don't know. I think it was just a good time of my skating or something, or a good time that I don't know. I think Mark Corte is a big thing of it, like for them IMITA as well. He always used to like hype me up. Uh, he was just so supportive of my skating all the time. And he was like, you're going to win Liverpool. You're going to win Liverpool. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't know if that like embedded it in my head or something. But And then he was like, you're going to win Final Four. Come over to America. You're going to win Final Four. It's mad. Uh, and then like after I won Final Four, he gave me a call and put me on the pro team for USD. So that was amazing. But uh yeah, shout out to Mark Corte. Was maybe he fixed them because he was like one of the judges. In the you think he called the cops? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so you were on USD before, but you just got put on the pro team after 
the San Jose. Yeah, one. I sound like I sound like the UK team. So then they put me on the pro team. Yeah. Or I was on maybe the Europe team. I don't know. I definitely wasn't on the main one. That's funny. There's a main team within a Europe team. <laughs> like, mm. like that's not yeah, the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's just like a know, funny maybe, concept. Maybe it's different now. Yeah. I don't know what's going yeah, on now. Mm. But, um... <laughs> No, that, 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 that's cool. I like how winning IMITAs back then was like, it really meant something. Like we were talking, we had Mike Johnson on, I think he got his pro skate because he won the IMITA in New York. So like, that was just a huge thing that put you really on the map with your sponsors and put you really embedded your name in the skating world, you know? Yeah, Depo. They're amazing. Yeah, for sure. It'd be amazing for something like that to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to actually ask you something again. It's, it's now that you mentioned Mark Corte, but quick, I want to talk about uh, the second place in Amsterdam. Um, yeah. Like you said, you skated good all day, and that seemed like a really high energy comp. And I think, you, I, I, yeah, you even competed at like Bercy, IMIT, so like some of the best ones. Yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, I want to, I kind of want to ask what both of those ones were like, but let's start with the, uh, the Bercy one, because I think the Bercy was like the first one you probably went to, right? Because unless you were at SF, were you in SF? Uh, no, it wasn't at the first SF one. Is that Percy? I don't know if I skated a lot of Percy. Uh, but that was an amazing comp. The amount of amazing, like, people that went to that was, like, Jeff Fredericks was there and shit, and, uh, mm-hmm. who else? Shima. Oh, there's loads of amazing people. That was just such a good buzz. Them Percy ledges are insane. They're so mm-hmm. good. I found them quite hard to grind at the time. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Even that whole comp in the in the arena is amazing but yeah oh that's right the yeah, older ones yeah. yeah solomon actually weirdly paid me i was sponsored by k2 at the time i think and solomon just paid me on a tour for some reason without sponsoring just you? really sad huh? yeah without sponsoring me they, were, they just used to have this manager i think his name was steve and he used to just like be really sound and like buy everyone drinks and me and Cy Cox, i think it was he just paid us on that trip for some reason it was like a skate tour. It went from there and then went to Scotland as well. I might be getting things wrong because uh, you smoke loads of weed, so my memory's a bit <laughs> Some, Something in there happened. <laughs> That's an interesting That's concept. Cool, being yeah, yeah. being sponsored by K2 and then being paid by Solomon. That yeah, sounds, I know. That sounds really weird. weird. I, but like then like a couple of months later, they did ask me if I wanted to pro skate with them. So maybe they were kind of just kind of uh, getting... I know. With who, Solomon <laughs> or K2? Solomon, Solomon. Yeah. Well, what Damn. happened with that? Uh, I, was, I was like also getting offered by USD at the time, and I preferred USDs. I, I kind of regret turning down a bit. They had like, they sent me a pro skate model that was horrible. It was like a green boot with a white uh, cell plate and orange frame. It was like the flag, the Irish flag mm. in a skate. I probably could ask for something different, but at the time I was like, oh, that's shit. Um, but yeah, I think they, they went to Chaz then after that, maybe. I think they were just looking for a kind of UK, I don't know, I'm not UK, but UK Ireland rider. Damn, so you regret not doing that, making that Solomon jump little, for a little bit? A little bit, a little bit yeah. Just because they were such a cool team and that uh, is my face off center? Or, well, um, is that yeah, now you are. Seeing? Now you're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It just would have been cool to be on Solomon for a while because they just had a, a really good team in the UK and they just like really looked after all their riders. Mm-hmm. I guess not good knowing. Skates. Yeah, good, good skates mm-hmm. too. I guess not, amazing, yeah. 
you're not knowing that Solomon was going to leave and then USD would still be around. You're probably going to be like, oh, I'll just do yeah. Solomon for a little bit, then jump on USD and get my, my shit there. Mm. Yeah. I always wish I was one of them skaters that like switched company all the time, but I never did. <laughs> Why do you wish that? that. Why I, do you... I don't know, just so you can get to skate loads of different skates. <laughs> <laughs> get all the different experiences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I um, wanted to ask you about your, um, one of your pro, talking about USD, your pro skate, just um, because we had, uh, we had Jess Stockwell on and he had a right. pro razor skate yeah. that had mm -hmm. the UHMW soul plates on it. And I remember he said that Andy made a big deal about having the UHMW soul plates on it cause it was so expensive, but he really pushed for yeah. it and he was like, okay, fine, we'll do it. And your skate had UHMW soul plates and frame on it. Right. Yeah. And I didn't uh, want, you didn't want that. Sorry. I, I did. I wanted the cell plates, but I didn't really want the frame. I mean, I thought I wanted it and then I tried it and it was shitty. And then I asked if I could get a different one, but it was already kind of in production then. Um, like they're cool frames, but they just took so long to wear down and they had a really sharp groove. So like it just, yeah, they weren't great. But the cell plates are amazing. Did the USD give you any like pushback from making a, a pro skate with them with UHMW? I'm just curious how that worked in the in the manufacturing no. world, you know? Uh, no, they kind of wanted it. Like they were into the idea. Um, I think I got the idea from Juice System, uh, just cause yeah, with the so, USDs, such a solid material and so slidey. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah, that more skates. Yeah, I know it's expensive, but I'm surprised more skates don't have the UHMW. Mm -hmm. I guess I guess it's expensive, you know. Yeah, how expensive is it though? Do you reckon? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no That's idea. Kind of heat now. Yeah, 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 yeah somebody. <laughs> yeah, but um. You were talking about Mark Corte before, and there's a yeah. classic part in this. Like, you were in the USD team in the beginning of the early days, like with, uh, you know, Dustin, uh, Petty, Richard, all these guys. And um, there's some really funny videos and some of the like, clips and some of the Joe Navarin videos of like Corte kind of getting crazy, humping the floor, um, <laughs> you know, getting drunk. <laughs> So do you have do you have any uh, cool stories to share from those moments on tour with uh, some of those guys? Because those, you know, like I, when I got on USD, it was like at the tail end. I went on tour like, you know, uh, a year of tour like Dominic and, and Carlos yeah. and Richard. But it was like after Petty, after DL and after mm -hmm. all that. So, um, yeah. Do you have any cool experiences from like the Mark Corte era of those tours? Uh, yeah, definitely. I got to go to Korea with them. Um... Josh Petty, Dustin Latimer, and Sagana. It was fucking unreal. I was just, it was, that was such a good trip. But there was a, when we got there, there was, it was such, so mad. When I got there, they're like, oh, do you smoke? And I was like, yeah, I smoke. Um, oh, do you want to go outside for a smoke? And I went outside for a smoke. It was just when I landed. And then they like came back two minutes later with a 200 box of cigarettes for me. They're like, oh, here, here's a gift. And they like brought us shopping and they gave us like $100 each to buy a gift for ourselves. They were just so, I don't know, there was a guy that owned it, um, Dennis, I think his name was. And I don't know how it worked or what, what way it was run, but he had loads of money for some reason. And uh, we got put up in really good hotels and it was just an amazing time. But he had a mad argument with his wife one of the nights and... I got really drunk and just, I can't remember the, oh, can't remember the ins and outs of it, but for some reason he like just got really drunk and it nearly got in a fight and then had to uh, go home to his wife for some reason. Oh, it was really weird. 
I'm getting vague memories there, but I'm not really explaining it. But uh, that was a mad time. Just being being in Korea with them lads was nuts because I hadn't met Josh or uh, Dustin before, and it was just yeah, like idols when I was growing up, and even then, and then just going on tour with them was mad. They're real sound. Yeah, especially under those circumstances. Hmm. Did, yeah. did that like change your skating afterwards? Like being on a just get thrown on a tour with legends like Josh Petty and DL, where you're like, oh, I gotta fucking step it up now. Like you go home after that, and you were like, that's it, we're training. Uh, not really. I think like after you go on any trip like that, you just get loads of inspiration, and you come home and you're just juiced anyway. Like I don't, I don't really like go. Oh my god. I, yeah, I think that it just inspires you, and you come home and you just just want to try more stuff or you you see what what's being done like by them and then yeah it just makes things that you maybe thought weren't able possible uh oh yeah it's like when you see someone do something that you've never seen before it just makes it possible mm-hmm. yeah totally and what, like when you're like more just like with that energy it's just rubbing off and just inspiring like yeah. you said yeah, yeah. I, was, I remember like going to Wakefield with the Jaggers. I don't know. Do you remember the Jaggers? Yeah. The two Dean brothers. and Ben. Yeah, yeah. Like one I of them's on Wakefield, Game of Thrones, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Dean is. Yeah. Uh, but I used to go over to their skate park all the time, and like every time we come back, it would be just so. I just like want to learn loads of new stuff. I seen that there was the first people I seen do like a torque cell and front torques. When all that stuff and Farbenugans, when they all came out, like that was the first time I seen them when I was over with them. So then I got home and was just like, oh, cool, learn all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like front torque just seemed like such an impossible trick. It's smart. Oh, yeah, it's, they used to uh, do some like rocket front torques on mini. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really yeah. different style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I remember seeing you go on some of those trips. Um, I don't know where it was, but you had like a tour bus on some trip. Was that Korea? South, Af- South Africa, maybe? South Africa. What was happening yeah, on the bus? No, I just saw you in front of a bus. Like, uh... <laughs> What was happening on the bus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, was, that was Korea, sorry. That was Korea. That was Korea, yeah, yeah. And then we went to South Africa too with Abdil and who else was there? Abdil and Rashard. Else, maybe it's just the two of them, maybe Dominic. No, I don't know. Yeah, Sagonis Sagonis in the chat, by the way. Is he? <laughs> he came for the who? Maybe ask him. <laughs> Sagonis, where you went? You went in South Africa, so you went to like a ask, lot of ask him about Dennis because he was the one that reminded me of that story last time I saw him. <laughs> Did so Something you went to some crazy, you went to some crazy ass places that like Korea is not like a too common of a place for people to tour in South Africa, also. Like, yeah, yeah what was South Africa like? That's Corte, man. He was just able to organize these mad trips. Um, South Africa is amazing. Uh, it was really kind of like, I, I we didn't get to see a whole lot of it. We just did a kind of more touristy thing. But like it, there, it was, seemed really weird that like certain areas you couldn't go into and stuff. And then some, there was a place called Soweto that we went to where it was like a load of homeless shacks and uh, just like a really uh, run down kind of area and they just like bring you in for tours and get you to meet families and stuff. And it felt really weird doing that, but uh, it was definitely an eye opening experience. Um, 
how did that so much like poverty there and then there's so much like normal kind of businessy like well-off areas it's just it's strange it's so was that place. part of that was part of the tour though like um that aspect of it uh well yeah they just brought us on days out of just visiting places like going into the i don't know if you call it a desert but like seeing lions and shit out in the wild and that kind of stuff yeah it sounds like a weird thing that is a ski trip <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like a cultural blade trip skate trip yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's so cool though what, what was one of your like favorite places that you toured in then because i guess you've been to a lot of different places around the world um hard to pick i like i think that either korea or south africa were probably korea was probably one of the one of my favorites what did you like so uh, much out there it was just like getting to go with Sagona and Petty and Latimer, like, uh, and then just the whole experience in general, like the Korean people were amazing. It was just, yeah, unreal. I actually went back for a comp then a few years after, but it was just a, a comp thing. But yeah, no, they were just really nice people and just an amazing trip. I did like that tour where Kelso, where Sean was on in Europe. That was really fun as well. It's like a BMAG tour around Europe. Yeah, I was wondering Guns if that was a BMAG oh, yeah. tour. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, it was something like, Met. you guys went to, was it like Romania or Czechoslovakia, something like that, or? Yeah, Romania, Hungary. We went to like tons of different places. Um, where else? Uh, Prague, Budapest. Is that Prague? No, I don't know. <laughs> we went to loads of places. It was amazing. Sick. Gabriel Hayden was on it. Um, Horn Gacker was on it. He's a legend. Ever meet him, Stefan Horn? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> he's such a mad bastard. He rang me when lockdown started. Actually, he's like, "Hey, Albert, how are you?" It's like, "Oh, what's up, man? <laughs> I haven't heard from you in like ten years." He's like, "Oh, just ringing. It's so fucking crazy. All this shit. I'm so bored." <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, "You still skating?" He's like, "No, man. Fucking skating is gay." <laughs> Wow. No. <laughs> he's so funny. He's such a funny bastard. And he just like oh, went through his rolodex God. of like old people he used to skate with. He's like, oh, I got all the yeah. time in the world now. <laughs> that's what he actually said he was doing. He's like, oh, I'm just going through my phone book, ringing people. Like, Damn, that's so funny. <laughs> that's a pretty funny thing to do at the beginning of a uh, quarantine. Just go through your phone book and just start ringing people. I, I'm kind of mad yeah, that I didn't yeah, do that. <laughs> we were doing so many like just live chat kind of video chat things with people or what happened such a weird time yeah how, how are you coping through all that did you um like i know a lot of us were just taking advantage of like skating and shit during that time because everything was closed yeah we did a bit of that and then kind of just mellowed out and i was actually able to work a good bit through it so it was okay yeah so what are you doing now for work you're you're like a dp now filmmaker yeah yeah that's awesome. Did that? I, I saw like your your website and everything. You're doing some like really cool and big stuff now. Did that start from skating? Like, were you ever filming and skating, and then it kind of transitioned into doing that? Yeah, no, like fully started from skating. Yeah, yeah, just from making skate videos and stuff. And then I was like, oh, this is cool. I could do this. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was great. I went to college then and just started getting work, and yeah, it's been amazing. It, yeah. It's cool seeing all these careers coming out from from doing that too. I didn't know that you um, 
used to film skating back in the day too. I don't like remember that. Did you make any videos or anything, or you just film like little edits here and there? Uh, yeah, I made a, like a made video with all my mates that like you would have never seen, but nothing that were like released really. Mm, just but a like lot of a lot of my edits, that, yeah, a lot of my older edits I would have filmed, like gotten fil- gotten people to film with my camera and stuff, and yeah, it's just always been a thing I've been doing. What was it called? What was the video called? Global Village. My mate Global actually Village? put it online. My mate actually put it online the other day, but it got taken down because uh, ah, YouTube rights for music. Yeah, it's it's ah. old though. It's like I didn't even know what age I was. Probably eighteen or something. Put it on Vimeo. Yeah, they don't really care about it. Yeah, I'll ask him. (laughs) I'll ask him to. Sick. Um, So, yeah, I want to talk about some... uh, I still want to talk about Amsterdam. We'll get there in a bit, but uh, I want to talk about some of your sponsors. Uh, You got on USD, ended up getting a USD Pro Skate. We went on a couple tours. There was a Kingdom tour that we went on that was really good. I know you were doing some stuff with them. And uh, BHC, I know you worked closely with Mark Treble for a long time. So uh, how did you get involved with some of these companies? Some of these projects. Um, USD, well, like my first sponsor ever was like uh, K2 in the UK. And then after a while, I went on to the UK USD team. Uh, that was Paul Hardwick that got me involved in that. He used to like run the team. Um, and then, yeah, then after I won the MYTA, Corte rang me and put me on the pro team. So that was the change over there. And then BHC. Um, Mark just approached me. I, I met Mark at like, um, what do you call it? Uh, the NAS comp one, one year. Um, and then he just approached me about being on BHC and I was pretty hesitant at the start cause I didn't really know what they're all about, but, uh, I'm really glad I, I like went on at them cause Mark's one of my best mates now. So, uh, and like, yeah, it's just been amazing working with him and. Get, having someone like him to come over and film me all the time is really good. Um, yeah, that's kind of how it, I don't like. Yeah, that's how it happened. He just kind of approached me and he came over to Ireland one time and then asked me if I wanted to be on the on the team. Yeah, I think Mark did a, a really good job of making like a skate brand that was around. You know, uh, it was. UK and Ireland and like using a lot of these people and having American people on the team as well and kind of making mm. it global that way because a lot of the time, uh, a lot of the skating at the time was very American centric and you had to go to California to like get anything done and like a lot of the company. So it was like, you know, h- harder for like the UK and the Irish guys and Europe guys to to break in on the same way. But Mark always had like that, that kind of model. But always had support mm. on the, from the American scene and uh, worldwide. And yeah. he, you know, he still does it. Like, you know, Dano's, I feel like Dano's, like, kind of, you know, followed in the, in the footsteps there with, you know, taking mm. that taking that spot there, like keeping the tradition going with uh, on BHC. Taught him everything he knows. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to ask about Dano, too. Know, because, yeah. yeah, he's like your little, like, um, little prodigy kind of, because <laughs> he's a young guy, too, now. <laughs> And uh, you skate together all the time. Yeah, he's one of my best mates. Like he's a legend. Um, yeah, we 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 just been skating together for ages, and I think like the yeah, I don't know, just a hero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. 
yeah it's great to like it's great to kind of have to see your mate kind of get that good and then like get sponsored and get a lot of things that you had or you you know even just being able to advise them or help them or you know push them i don't know it's just cool you like his coach <laughs> yeah <laughs> his manager we we're thinking of doing an edit where like i'm uh, mr miyagi and he's daniel son like, yo, yo make that wax on wax off wax on <laughs> yeah you guys gotta make that you made a really cool edit with him too like, was it like his bhe bhc edit like uh for the, his wheel yeah yeah that was really cool this one that that's uh you guys start making more skate videos to get like that kind of quality I know, yeah yeah we're like, thinking of doing section together maybe soon so sick good. yeah sick. he's a legend you met him he went over stay with you didn't he bill yeah he right? stayed he, him and ricky came by yeah yeah they're good yeah, it must be cool it must be cool for you because I, I think it's cool for me as well. Like, you know, being, I think we're from a similar generation of the skating era and to see like people, you know, come up like who you watch grow up, like, you know, I'm sure you, you saw Dano and Phil and Ricky, like all these guys from like super young at the skate park. Right. Uh, Dano. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like him and his brother used to skate loads and, um, they used to always be around. They used to be little shits as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I used to actually not like them, and then Rick got me to like them because he started hanging out with them. I just thought they were real annoying because you know the way they're always just slagging. It's just, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It just gets a bit, bit much sometimes. But uh, yeah. But you were that way. You were that way too, man. I know. Yeah. I was totally <laughs> yeah, you way. were really, really that that's way. Why I didn't like him because I was like, fuck him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's my thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who is this fucking imposter? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe he was just like a threat to me, so I didn't. Uh... <laughs> nah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool to see like uh, people who you come up with, uh, you see come up like go on to do things and like be on like the same wheel company that you were a part of that uh it's still such a uh, sick company and does really good stuff but yeah. uh yeah shout out dano and the whole irish scene shout out, shout out all the guys ricky phil shout out everyone yeah. um i want to talk say him um so i want to talk about a couple of things um about like what you've been up to lately and skating uh and all that with when life in general but quickly i want to touch on the amsterdam thing because you because i feel like there's like a, a story there to that or mm -hmm. or a build-up so say you're ripping good all day like the trick first of all that's another like some of these imyt final spots i'm surprised that a lot more of them didn't end with ambulances because like that's a pretty gnarly final spot to have it on but mm -hmm. uh i love your trick at that spot that's why it was pretty epic so it was there like a build-up uh, a kind of story behind that uh, I remember there's oil on the rail and they had to wipe it off because I tried it a few times and I nearly fucking died at the end of it. But uh, it was all like greased up, I think, for so people wouldn't climb on it or something. It was this mad, like, thick, black, weird shit on it. But uh, no, I think like that day I was just super juiced and kind of skating all the spots was good crack and I was just having a good time. And then, uh, I don't know, I remember like, at one point, everyone started chanting my name as well. That was mad. <laughs> They're like, ooh, 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 all the Dutch guys. Uh, 
yeah, it was just a, a like a really good session. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Then at the end, it kind of came down to me and Laurent, I think, uh, just skating that route. No, there's a few other guys skating the, the kink as well, I think. Um, I kind of thought I had won it, and then they called him. And I was, yeah, <laughs> disappointed. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's a bad feeling when yeah. you're just like thinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you get anything for second place? I think I got like maybe 600 quid or something. Oh, that's pretty good. So still pretty good, yeah. What was first place for IMYTs back then? A G? Thousand? It was around two, two Gs, maybe. Two. Was it? Yeah, two, two K. Years. Yeah, about yeah. two. I yeah, remember and, winning uh... that in America. It was so good just having a load of cash. Like, whoa. I fucking, in <laughs> yeah. America as well, uh, Julio made this amazing like uh, ring with IMYT on it, I think, or. Was oh, like did a, he? Yeah, but I lost the fucking thing. So annoying. Oh. Yeah, ah. I lost it in my way. That's a sick little thing. You don't really have like rings from skating, you know? I know. Super Bowl ring. Yeah, and the <laughs> belt was pretty cool as well. Oh yeah, was the that belt the last too. final four? Because I think you're meant to give the belt over after, so that must have been the last one. Do you Wait, have the belt? So... Was... Yeah, I have the belt. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No way! Take the piss out of me. They're like, you should show up to Winter Clash with the belt sometime and just like walk in with it on you. <laughs> a thousand percent, you should do that. It's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's Wait, so, so that's how it works too? Like you get the belt and then you're supposed then to give it on the next year? I think so. Maybe, is it? I, I could be wrong, but I think that's how wrestling uh, works. <laughs> that's how wrestling works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that'd, that'd yeah. be tough to, you could just be like, oops, I didn't bring the belt with me this time. <laughs> like if yeah. it's IMYT somewhere else, you know? Yeah. Or just not show up. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it'd, be, it'd probably be a little tough to honor that system with like, you know, like kind of tr- traditionally how the skate right. community has been. You know what I mean? Not yeah. mm-hmm. like if if, yeah. if someone gets one of the things... That's it, you know. If you do that, Mr. Miyagi edit with with uh, Dano, you gotta have the belt on for that. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dano, one day you can win the belt. <laughs> um. So yeah, there's this whole pro career going on, and uh, I think like uh, like a lot of people after they go pro, like uh, I, I might have sensed like a little break out of you but then i saw like a resurgence of like your skating uh at some point and you started filming videos with dano and i saw yeah. you around that time at uh roskilda but yeah, you yeah. weren't you weren't that you were there for work um mm-hmm. not to skate but we ended up uh, hanging out a bit anyway yeah, and uh was... yeah so so yeah what what have you uh yeah that was sick so yeah. what what have you been up to uh recently do you still find time to get out there and skate since you've come back did you did you need a break because it was just, uh, did you find that like that, that time off helped you? And, um, cause it seems like you're having fun again with it. Um, yeah, I mean the time around the time I would have seen you, I kind of had gotten back in. No, I never really had a break. Like I had short breaks and stuff, but, um, I was also doing college and stuff back then. So I would have like kind of eased off a little bit then, but I never stopped or anything, but just didn't do like, pro level stuff or like do edits and all that kind of stuff but uh yeah now i'm skating a little bit but not that much um just kind of having fun and going out when i can really with the guys uh yeah i did think i'll definitely do like another edit soon but um 
right now, I just feel a bit like I'm getting old <laughs> and it's harder, you know, harder to get time for it and harder to get motivation. Ireland's cold a lot of the time and wet, so it's tough enough. And there's hardly anyone left skating here. There's a good few people, but like maybe like 10 or something. I don't know. It's pretty small. It's weird though. Lockdown, a lot of people have gotten back into it, so it's kind of just varies. Um, but a lot of a lot of the old crew that I started with definitely aren't doing it anymore. Yeah, yeah, how old are you these days, Al? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Mm. What age are you? Thirty-seven. Oh yeah, no way. Yeah, I feel good though. I don't know what's wrong <laughs> yeah. with you. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Thirty-seven is not bad. Thirty-seven is not bad. You so look at like, people like Julio, and he's just fucking killing it every day. Exactly. I think that's what it is, though. You just said it right there every day. He like mm. He's moving. I mean, yeah. not to skate literally every day, but he, he's out there consistently skating and putting his body through that. So it's not as hard on his muscles and joints to, to be doing that all the time and his age. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's what you got to do. You got to be all in. Yeah. But it's also... it's even also like, it's even like, like once a week or something would be good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it, it's 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 a little more because like you know my my body is a little beat up from all the skating and it's and it's tough sometimes mm -hmm. and I get motivated at like the Sunday brunch because like an older crew skating we're just skating parks mm -hmm. and stuff like that hanging out but um but yeah like you know Julio he's forty four and I talk to him all the time like man how you doing it he's like he's taking those steps that like you need to take to keep skating at that age like he's mm -hmm. watching his diet he's watching his sugar he's cut out like a lot of things and. So I think that's part of it too. You know, it's just like yeah. back in the day, you used to be able to drink like, I don't know, what, four, 14 Guinnesses and be able to skate and then bounce yeah. off and it was all good, bounce off the floor. But some yeah. days it's, uh, it gets a little rougher these days. Yeah. I'm definitely yeah. not uh, looking after my health enough, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> How has the lockdown been over there? Did you uh, manage to find some time to skate and get out and keep saying throughout all this? It's been a wacky year. Uh, yeah, it's been okay. Like it's been, we're in like our third lockdown now. It's been pretty long. A third lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just shitty. It's like everywhere else, I guess. It's just stuff is opening and closing. Yeah, it's been tough. I've just been working a lot through it, to be honest, because uh, filming is still allowed here. So like people are still allowed film. So I've just been able to work through it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that too, because I know when lock there's only really like one lockdown here, I guess, but um like mm. everything was, was shut down completely, like no no filming or anything was happening. So I was surprised that even you said during the first lockdown that you were able to work still. Yeah, actually the first one I wasn't meant to be working, but I did do like a documentary about the about the whole lockdown thing. So that was just a personal project which got me busy. Okay. I did one or two music videos which were just like me and a musician going out and a few others. Uh, so they're just small things, but yeah. After that, have you only had one lockdown? We've had like three. <laughs> so we like, we like had the, our first one and then it opened up again. And then we had another one and then it opened up again during Christmas and all the bars opened and everything. And it just fucking skyrocketed back up. So like there was just hundreds of people in town so, drinking and stuff. So uh, we just got fucked again and it's been locked now since Christmas till now. Damn, that's a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How, how are the how, 
how are the Irish getting on with all the bars closed in this cold weather? I'm worried about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> They're finding their way. They're like making it. Yeah, they'll always find a way to have a few drinks. <laughs> uh, they got the outdoor tents going good. and all that. The what? Tents. They got the outdoor seating and the outdoor like in New York they set up like these outdoor like tent areas so people can like go outside the oh, bars yeah. and stuff like Which that. Still inside technically, but yeah. No yeah. Way. A lot of the bars were doing takeaway pints and stuff. So, but like everyone just goes to town, meets up, and hangs out on the streets and drinks. That's pretty much what's happening. Yeah. I was in the other day with the lads and it's just fucking packed around the place. Uh, and the guards come and move you on, and then you just find another spot and then drink there. <laughs> it's like getting kicked out skating. <laughs> just going with the yeah. next spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm used to this already. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. That's funny you said that you did a few music videos during lockdown because I went to skate Times Square during the lockdown because it was deserted, and um, and that was like the only thing that was happening. Yeah, it was was a really weird place to be like that. Yeah, super super weird. But that was like you were able to skate everything and not get kicked out, and there was no one in the way because you know there's not thousands and thousands of people there. But that was the only other thing happening was us skating and people were filming music videos. Everyone yeah, just yeah. wanted to go film a video in Times Square with like their when, their cars. There was like Lamborghinis and, and Maseratis and Ferraris everywhere with people just rapping on them. It was the funniest thing. No way. Yeah. yeah it's mad. It was definitely a weird um, time. It's cool just seeing so many streets empty. Yeah. Um, in, in California, they were like putting sand in some of the skate parks and taking off some of like the hoops at the basketball courts. Were they doing that over in Ireland as well? Like, uh, or keeping people away from like the parks as well uh no not really they put some weird things up against goalposts and stuff and around parks but not really uh not really like some of the playgrounds got like fenced off and stuff for some reason but uh yeah nothing, nothing too intense that's good though. at least you can still skate and do whatever out there um yeah. sagona said that you were the troublemaker on tour <laughs> <laughs> i, I, I want to learn about this <laughs> What what what, was. what what were you doing on tour? Uh, I don't know when I was with him, but uh, I just remembered, like on that BMAG tour, I was setting a lot of fires for some reason. <laughs> um, I was like lighting pieces of paper in the van and throwing them at people and stuff like that. And Mark Treble said that. <laughs> Did he? They <laughs> say yeah, always light shit on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were lighting shit on when fire younger, in the vans. When I was, yeah. I think I'm a bit of pyromaniac or something. When I was younger, I used to like light fires in the tree outside my back. Um, and like I, I got in trouble one time because I had to run into my mom and tell her I was like, the tree is on fire because I lit this plastic thing and couldn't put it out. So it just kind of went up with it. It didn't go on fire the whole tree house, but like, yeah, I'd know a weird thing with fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, that and I, I've heard some pretty like legendary stories like, I remember being on tour with you and I just remember feeling something in my arm and you had a pin and you were just stabbing people. I was like, what are you, what are you doing? And you were just like running around and people would chase you and you were just like stab people in the van with like a pin and you'd run around the van, people would run after you. Um, so yeah, that's someone we just met in the beginning. But I've heard some stories like you, you've tried to take some, some like weed back from Amsterdam and you got stopped by like the Irish immigration and and yeah. this, was, was was there a story behind that? <laughs> Is that good to talk about on this? I mean, yeah. Um... We can leave it alone. We can leave it alone. <laughs> um... You want to leave that one? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, we'll leave that one. <laughs> that sounded like it was going to be a good one, too. 
Yeah. Okay. We'll leave it at that one. But yeah, you used to be pretty wild on tour, man. Uh, lighting things on fire and stabbing people. What was up with that? <laughs> I don't know. Just, uh, just a troublemaker, messer. I don't know. Just go crack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a. It's like what I was saying about Dano being a shitbag. I used to probably be worse than him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that like part of like the Irish? Uh, I feel like that's part of like the Irish and like even like the UK banter, like back and forth. But I feel like the Irish is a bit more, a bit more rough. Is that is that accurate? Um, mm, I don't know. I think we're more fun. Maybe like it is to an outsider. Uh, I definitely think Scottish seems a bit more rough, but they're. You know, it's just a different, yeah, probably more aggressive, more of an aggressive approach to the banter. There's <laughs> <laughs> a physical aspect to it. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we normally take questions at the end, but someone from the chat was saying, uh, ask Albert about sleeping over in the Jaggers rat infested skate park when he was 14. Who said that? Dirk 001. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, my mate, machine <laughs> that used to skate, um, I don't remember rats that much. Jeez. Um, yeah, but the skate park, like under the flat bank where everyone was skating, they used to have like uh, about 14 beds or something. So we used to go over there and just stay in the skate park and skate all night. It was dead to crack. Uh, definitely cold and not the cleanest. But I mean, there was one guy that lived there all the time and he had his own kind of roommate. So if he got to stay there, it was nicer. But I mean, I don't remember. I always just remember positive things about them trips because we just, yeah, it was just like a dream going and being able to stay in a skate park with loads of like amazing UK skaters. And I uh, don't remember the rats, but there probably were some. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a good 14 year old. Like, I, I would imagine being 14, like, okay, sleep at the skate park. And the first thing yeah. when I wake up is it goes drop in. Like, that sounds amazing. Yeah. And even at night, you can just skate till late and stuff. I do remember one time got really drunk and the lads like asked me to backhand someone and i did it and i felt i still feel bad to this day for that it was like a backhand is like a backhand slap someone someone you knew and <laughs> uh, no the guy's <laughs> was jamie scrape jamie they called him or something but i don't know bad out. <laughs> what a dick move <laughs> yeah i mean sometimes when you're a kid you know you just uh you get caught up in peer pressure and and, yeah. and things happen. It happens. Yeah. I know um, you're a good person though, because you still feel bad for it to this day. <laughs> you got you got a good heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, you, you were around like at the like I said in like last call times when like skating was really big, it was on MTV, there were things happening, people were making money. Um and then you were definitely around when it was kind of losing its morale a bit and people were kind of going away and it was dying a bit. But you said uh, some people are, as a result of the lockdown, have been coming back and skating more and, and more, you see more people out there. What, what do yeah. you think uh, is happening? And, and, and what do you think the future may hold for um, skating? Um, I def definitely think like people's, people's perspective of it has changed or like, you know, that whole thing of thinking it's gay is kind of like gone or like, I don't know people just aren't uh, that critical in that kind of way anymore or something. I don't know. I, d I definitely think people's perspectives have changed and it kind of, 
it's almost becoming oh remember that cool thing in the 90s kind of thing or something but uh i don't know i i i just so almost tired of waiting for it to kind of come back that i've just accepted that it's just going to be there all the time and there's no real way of knowing if it'll blow up again or if it'll if it'll just stay as it is but i think there'll always be people doing it no matter what so i don't know it's just too hard to predict i've uh yeah i've i've always wanted it to blow up again and think it could but i mean i don't know how can you predict that thing yeah it's tough i mean you, you see a lot of things happening uh things going in the right direction a lot mm-hmm. of good people like things going around worldwide and uh, new scenes emerging yeah. around the world and like africa yeah. and all these other places you wouldn't ex- expect to see mm-hmm. people skating um yeah. So I don't know. I think it's an exciting time, and it's fun. It's fun to kind of to think about it, you know. Especially after, yeah. you know, a lot of that time uh, spent on the road or spent a competition, spent traveling. You know, that's mm. that's that's road work, man. You know, that's hours of work spent spending like, uh, you know, just trying to get things going. So to see things come to fruition one day would be really satisfying, you know. Yeah, totally. Do you think? What do you think? Do you think it's going to come back? Definitely, like loads of people that used to skate are getting back into it because they all have time to skate now, and they all seem to have more yeah. time off for COVID kind of stuff. Are they've just found it again because they've had the time to think about stuff or something? I don't know what the what the the thing is, but definitely a lot of people like have been contacting me and going, "Oh, I'm going to get back in skating. Like, what skates should I get? And all this kind of stuff." But uh, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, I I think right now. It's in a place where it could be uh, where there's an opportunity for something to happen. But like the, I guess, Big Bang hasn't happened yet, but there's an opportunity for it. And what I mean by that is I think for that that thing to cross over, it has to be accepted somehow in the culture, like in the mass culture, whether that be music, fashion or movies, you know, TV, something along those lines where it is represented properly and i'm starting to see some of those things happen in the culture little by little like you know brain dead is a big fashion yeah big fashion line and they're working on a video right now with uh julio and like a lot of the guys from them and so that's you know i I see these things as maybe being able to cross over in some way and then one thing and then it's kind of it's like a morale thing i think uh and belief you know belief is like um, if enough people believe in something, it's real, right? Whether it's real or yeah. not, you know, and that's how, I guess, not to be rude to religion, but that's how religions can form or, or cults because mm-hmm. of just simply the idea of belief. So I think the morale is going high and there's yeah. an opportunity for something to happen. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm, I'm being optimistic. Mm-hmm. We've been optimistic for many, many, many years. You yeah. got to keep it going. If everyone's this optimistic, something's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely, I think that brain dead company getting involved is really good. But the guy that owns it is a skater or something, is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like from San Jose. Like, grew up like skating, watching like Julio and all those guys. No way, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's like really like Dover Street Market over in the UK sells it and stuff. Are they going to start selling? skates everywhere or through their they're making like a them skate aren't they 
Yeah, they're doing a collabo skate. I think. Yeah. I'm not That's sure. Amazing. Yeah, but I, I know they're doing stuff together. There's other brain dead stores like around the world. Oh, I thought it was just like the no. main one. I think there's like just good shops in the UK, like good fashion shops in the UK. Oh, okay. Yeah. Carry it. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. But yes, yeah, yeah, so, skates yeah. being I'm saying as skates being accessible to other um, other markets or other people as well too. I think it's going to be a huge thing. Also, like how how John has them skates on Essence, which is like a, a fashion uh, website, I guess from Canada. Like that's kind of what helps too. People ask all the time, um, you know, where do you get skates at? Where do you get skates at? And it's like, yeah. oh, you got to go online and do like a search like oh you, you recommend a skate shop or two but they they forget it like by the time you know you can't just be like oh you could just go to the sports store down the block and buy uh you know buy some rollerblades you can't do that you know so yeah i think that that helps a lot too definitely yeah you need to get like easy easy to buy sports shops or like get into all the skateboard shops <laughs> <laughs> or just open up our own skate shops but have them yeah. being able to make enough money to survive you know, and yeah. not just shut down after a year, which is what happens to most skate shops, unfortunately. Yeah, must be tough being a skate shop owner. Yeah, but Jake Jake seems to do really well though. Like I think like if you can do it really well and like do a solid kind of I don't know service or whatever, it seems to work. Yeah, I mean, I know he works hard, so it's definitely a lot of hard work these days to keep that yeah. going. So. Yeah. yeah shout out jake at loco skates um yeah in a bit not now but in a bit we're gonna open it up for questions before go. uh we can do I that another can yeah go pee do it you get, get a can of guinness yeah <laughs> um so yeah if you're watching us live right now please uh click the like button you could x out of the chat hit the like button come right back we're not going anywhere and if you're watching this not live, please hit the like button. And as I say in the beginning, follow us on all of our social media posts, yada, yada, yada. Um, and yeah, thanks to Austin. our sponsor, Blank by Rollerblade. Thank you for supporting our show. Everyone check them yes, out. There's a link you. in the description to their Instagram page. Give them a follow. They got a lot of cool stuff going on. So make sure you check them out. Stay tuned for Blank by Rollerblade. Big things happening in 2021. It's coming. I got to say, it's really nice catching up with Al. You know, I haven't seen Al in a long time. It's like one of the cool things about the show. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up catching up with a lot of friends I don't see in a long time. It's like and a hopefully, you know, it's like a way to like force yourself to like hang out with somebody pretty much, you know, to like see somebody. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Um, hopefully after all this uh, coronavirus stuff ends, we can all get like a meet up at a big event, whether it be Winter Clash. I know we need a big event. Um, yeah, we need a big one. Whenever as long it's, as it's safe. Again. Yeah. Be nice. Yeah, stuff's. I mean, he he's saying they're in lockdown still over there, but stuff's like opening up pretty big in in the states. We need that to happen everywhere else. So we could all get together for some winter clash of Blake. Up. What was that? Is the states open? It it varies from state to state, but for the most part, I think everything is pretty much kind of open. I think, and then wow. yeah, if you go to like places like Florida and like Texas, like they don't do shit. There's like no people wearing masks like there's nothing there's like no restrictions at all right what yeah. are the cases like or is it i know it's weird it's weird the way when you compare it to the flu that it's kind of similar death tolls yeah uh, i mean i don't know I, I don't really follow it too much anymore because i don't give a fuck whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen you know but yeah. um i i know that in florida 
people, everything's opened up and people don't wear a mask or anything. And the numbers went down significantly out, out there. So oh, yeah. I don't know what that's about, but yeah, the same. I think Sweden didn't like close at all and they've just been grand. Mm. Lucky people over there. <laughs> uh are you are you are we doing questions now billy or yeah we're gonna open it up for questions so if you want to uh, shout out the super chatters and i'll get these lined up oh yes let me get pull up the super chatters oh there's a lot over here i didn't even check this okay so like we say every episode um all of our super chat money we split it with our guests so half the money goes to to al or he could do whatever he wants with it um Send him right toward the pints, right to the Guinness. There you go. <laughs> Next six pack. Uh, we have Chad Hornish, of course, with the 99 cents super chat, kicking it off. Uh, thank you, Chad. Yeah. Thank you, Sean Pellegrino, for the super chat. We have Ricky Murphy, said beers with the boys. Come on, Rick. <laughs> and does Chad Hornish donate 99 cents in every show? <laughs> Almost, <laughs> like 90%. <laughs> he somehow Legend. catches it. I, I think he just gets Good a luck. notification on his phone and it just like, jumps in does the super chat and just bounces out if you can't if you can't watch it so anybody anybody who's out there by the way you know hit the bell icon because you get notified when we go live you don't have to like stay tuned set a timer on your phone or anything like that and also when we post these videos uh or we post like that we're going live with somebody if you click in the youtube video there's a set reminder button also which uh sends you a, a different notification too right when we go live so make sure you do that in the future uh can i continue. get the super chat money back to you guys for doing the show I mean, you can, but we recommend you keep it because <laughs> people are, people are doing this for you. I mean, they, 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 oh, yeah, but you guys are they want to help you out. doing this amazing show for so long. I think well, you deserve it. Well, thank you. But we open it up for, you know, for our guests, if, if they want the money, it's just our way to kind of give money back to skaters and put back in skaters pockets. So, um, whether it's you guys, whether you want to donate to a charity or some sort of something like that, that's completely up to you, but you can worry about that afterwards. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> thank you, Al. Thank you for your kind compliment about our show. Appreciate it. Thank you for being a guest on it. Uh, thanks for having me. It's amazing. Like, it's really good what you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Moving on with our, our super chats, Nikolai Berg. Yeah. Who's going to be your hundredth episode? Uh, we, we we're holding that down for now. It's a secret. <laughs> it's a secret. Is it, it going to be a special one though? Yeah. We're Who's hoping. Edward? We're hoping that's going to be a special one. We're going to try. We're going to see. Okay. Uh, so Nikolai Berg, thank you so much for the super chat says I had, I had a fun experience with Albert RSC 2014 in Copenhagen. He randomly asked me for a zip of my beer. I said, sure. And then he chugged it and went to sweat stance to drop rail. <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh, in Copenhagen. Oh uh, yeah. Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah. It says RSC 2014. <laughs> <laughs> so you asked for his sip of it and he chugged <laughs> and then he sweated a drop bro. <laughs> that is an awesome story Nikolai. that's a legend that, move that, that is, is such a legend, a legend move. move i like that one a lot nikolai thank you for sharing that story that was well worth the super chat right there <laughs> um thank you to donald glacken donald oh, let, let me uh shout out donald oh you know donald donald we have donald donald donal. my yeah. bad donald <laughs> Uh, Eoin Pendergast, thank you. Oh. <laughs> How do you say it? Eoin. How do you say it? <laughs> Owen. 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 Pendergast. Yeah. I should have you read these these, these yeah. Irish ass names. Paul O'Brien, I got that right. You got to give me credit for Paul <laughs> yeah. O'Brien yeah. and Mark Treble, of course. Seventeen BKS. 
Eoin. 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 Okay, I got my eye on you, Eoin. <laughs> Patrick OS85 said, put Irish rollerblading on the map with the horns, do the horns up. Uh, thank you to Morgan Lynch. Uh, Philip Nolan. Phil, that's Phil. Big Phil. Big Phil. Uh, uh, Balaz Zima. Do you know that name too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's a hero. <laughs> Hungarian hero. Gypsy. Peter Larkin said, great podcast, lads. Can't wait to dive into the past episodes. Thank you, Peter. Yeah. Uh, you know all these guys. These are all your peoples right here. Yeah, yeah. Spawn your own people. Uh, Lions and Media said, dig in the vintage cams. I guess talking about your background right there. Um, ever use them? How deep into filmmaking are you? And Fish, check your G- DMs. So yeah. Fish, afterwards, you got to check your DMs. But ha- how, uh, okay. how deep into filmmaking are you? <laughs> deep. It's your career, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I use the cameras there. Like uh, It's like su- two Super 8 ones. Two Super 8 ones and a Bolex. I haven't actually used the Bolex yet, but I have shot 16. Just not on that one. <laughs> so, you, so you do shoot a lot of film, like actual film? Uh, not loads, but like a bit. Uh, I do, I've do. i done a good bit of Super 8. I've done like three or four projects with 16 mil. But I mean, loads of people don't have budget for it a lot of the time. Yeah. But I'd love to escape video on that. Oh, that'd be sick. Mm, Ivan Narez does amazing stuff. How yeah, do you say does. his second name? Narez, you got it. I think it's pronounced Eoin, actually. He's yeah. <laughs> call him Ivan, though. Yeah, Ivan. We'd say Ivan. I, I, yeah, I. Uh, everybody else who I've ever met with that name is pronounced Ivan, but he pronounces it's, it Ivan. It's the oh, Spanish okay. like translation versus the like the English traditionally way. Russian or oh, English Germanic. Yeah. Yeah. That could be it. He's too. a legend. He's so sad. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. We got a few more super chats here from uh, Seventeen BKS again. It says Al, ever been to Tory Island? It hits different. No, where's that? I don't know. It just says Tory Island. Let us know where Tory Island is. Gotta Google it. Alan, <laughs> uh, Alan Bomber's back. Says thanks for another great episode. Al, what's your favorite memory for the Enigma team days? Any fun stories to share about the Aberdeen crew? Tory Island is in Ireland. Weird. Um, <laughs> Aberdeen crew, uh, it's my island. Alan Dix from there. <laughs> um, That's where Ewan lives. I can't. Like I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't go to. Um, Aberdeen an awful lot. Uh, it's more like in Glasgow and Edinburgh. Uh, one time I tried to like take a public shit on the street outside a coffee shop in Edinburgh. That's probably <laughs> the funniest thing. I could. <laughs> you, you tried or you did? I tried and I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just had, the lads have a picture of me. It's just my jock stand trying to do a shit on the street. <laughs> 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 that's sad that it's like an unsuccessful shit yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um mark trouble says we want to see him wear the imyta belt <laughs> do you have it like accessible is it over there or no uh it would probably if it's not don't like worry about it but... three or four minutes yeah oh that's a long time okay we'll, we'll hold yeah. off on that and connor shout out connor how do you say man manweiler how do you say his name manweiler yeah manweiler uh and legend man, you could call him what was that? The, the Mamf. The Mamf? The Mamf. The Mamf. Well, Connor says, Legend Hui Irish Blade scene wouldn't be what it is without you. 
Ah, nice one, Connor. Same to you. Agreed. That was all the uh, super chats. I'm awesome. done destroying people's okay. names for now. So if you want me to f- destroy your name, give us another super chat. I'll take <laughs> I'll take over on questions. Um, really want to see that belt. Everyone wants to see the belt. <laughs> yeah, when you first <laughs> you mentioned know? it, the whole chat was just full of people who wanted to see the belt. <laughs> well, I get it. If it takes three or four minutes, though. Is yeah. Take, you think? Yeah. Oof. We should have planned this out a little better. We'll get it next time. I'll, I'll right. Post a photo of it in the next few days or something. Yeah. Post yes. it on Instagram. <laughs> And I'll tag you guys. Shout out at Sick. Albert Huey on Instagram. Give him a follow. He's going to post the belt. <laughs> um, we got one quick uh, last uh, super chat from Don Dada. Shout out for Global Village. Uh, <laughs> shout out Don Dada. Don's like made loads of the Irish skate videos. He's really good. Uh, that was an easy name. Yeah. Okay. So here we go with the questions. Um <laughs> Someone says, I'm sorry, what does it say? Uh, da, 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 da. This one's, let me see. Morgan Lynch says, ask Al his favorite Arcadia memory. Ooh. <clears throat> hmm. Jeez, uh, I don't know. Arcadia was like this skate comp in Cork that used to happen every year. Um, and we all used to go down and just used to be a mad kind of, party and skate comp in one kind of thing like English people used to come over um I don't know about my favorite I, I like I, I can only try to think of like a trick that I did that I really was happy with I like jumped out of kind of a window stall thing into the ramp and that was good memory Um there's always mad fights on the streets there as well Um yeah like I don't know that was a long long time ago so I can't think of something that good uh yeah i don't know hmm. oh all right <laughs> that's a pretty good one um do you know gareth gareth ellis yeah ellis. gareth ellis says uh have you ever met steve aoki <laughs> don't know don't know what he's talking about though. Don't know. <laughs> really <laughs> i have no idea uh yeah, yeah. I, i've met him three times <laughs> three times no, I haven't. Yeah. no okay um uh i don't know how to pronounce his name it's e-o-i-n very irish is it owen no oh, it's e-oin 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 okay e-oin. uh e-oin prendergast says uh al do you wash your hands do i wash my hands yeah what <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what yeah, these are weird. Yo, you people are crazy. <laughs> yes. I okay, know. well, uh, go to R- Romeo Stachi says, uh, Al, do you remember your section in the Headcase Live video? It was amazing. Oh, thanks, Mel. Uh, yeah, I remember it. That's a throwback. That was a long time ago. That was like 2000? Yeah. That was a random one. Um. I think John asked me for footage and I just saved, had, had a load of kind of random clips saved. So it was quite a, quite a weird section, but yeah, delighted that he asked me to be in that. It was belly. Um, just thought of another weird thing, actually, when, you know, my daily bread profile that happened. Did you see that? No. Yeah. The, yeah. That was like meant to be in DNA magazine, like an English magazine, but that magazine shut down. And that's why it went to Daily Bread because 
they just had they had nowhere to put it and they just sent it on to them so it's kind of like a random random occurrence they just picked up the pieces from it at least it went somewhere yeah. it didn't get thrown out yeah no it's cool but dna was deadly magazine yeah dna was tight fun fact did you guys get that in america no but so, some right? people had them it was like exclusive if some people had them like you know it would always be at somebody's house but not yeah. they didn't sell them right. <clears throat> connor manweiler says tell us about full cab alib fish the double rails at ucd back in 99 half cab pud slides and drop rails about 20 years ago legend <laughs> legend <laughs> Or I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you were in a half cab pud slides on. That's a real tough one. Twenty years ago. Yeah. Uh, it would have been like around the time pud slides first came out, I think. Probably about twenty years ago. Yeah. You always been good at the one foot tricks. Like the back slides, your shit, right? uh yeah i like i like backslides definitely let me let me ask you real quick what what backslide tips you have for people i'm still trying to work on my backslides what backslide tips do you have for people uh jeez i don't know just make sure you grab it and commit to it and you'll probably make it down the road <laughs> the grab right i'm like yeah. i'm glad you said that definitely balance it definitely balance it too yeah probably better to learn well, how to grab it yeah, you yeah. grabbed the shit out of them too. You had them like up there, you know. It's like um, it, I don't know if Sagona is still in the chat, but like the way he did fish brains too. Like it was, it was like no scared shit with his one with his fish brains. Like they, he had to grab up, and that's like how you know it's official. And that's how you did your backslides too. Like your grabs were up. Like you know, you grabbed that shit with like authority, you know. Thanks, well, Burston is the man for that shit. Alex Burston. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. That guy's good. He's got good He's so knees, stretchy. that guy. He's got good knees. <laughs> He's got good knees. Hey, oh, oh, by the way, uh, happy. Uh, how was your St. Patrick's Day? Uh, it was pretty shit. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I was working. <laughs> what do you guys? Did you manage to Did you manage to squeeze a Guinness in? Oh, yeah, we had a load of pints and I had some whiskeys. It was a good. Time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had uh, some people in the backyard. Uh, it's different in California than New York. St. Pat, it, it's a very, hot, it's a big event in New York, and we have one yeah. for each borough in New York City because yeah. like a lot of Irish uh, Americans. Um, and in California, not it's like not celebrated the same way. So I just had a little get together in the yard, some friends. It's nice. nice. Yeah. Belly. We were wondering how I it actually, was in uh, Ireland with the lockdown during St. Patrick's Day. I, I was up in Belfast, so, and it was, um, yeah, I was working, so we just kind of had drinks at the hotel, but I don't know what it was like out and about, but I'd say it was busy-ish, but not mad, because it's just, everyone's in lockdown, so it was probably, like, a good few young people out, but not really much else happening. Hmm. I don't know. I don't, there's no parades or anything like that. As long as you got a penis in. <laughs> yeah. Um, you jumped the leap, the leap of faith. I forgot you jumped the leap of faith. Yeah. Yeah. What was that about? T tell me, tell me about that experience. Uh, me and my friend Jay actually did it like together. Kind of, we went, we were in San Diego anyway. And Jan, I think Jan brought us there to show us it. And 
um yeah we just looked at it and thought fuck it we'll try it and then we went back like a day or two later um uh, i think he went first yeah he went first we just kind of made a pack to try it together and um he went first and then we both wear the same hat when we were doing it i don't know why just like it yeah wear this hat we'll both do it in the hat um but uh yeah it was i don't know it, have you seen it when you're at it i don't think it looks as bad like i think there's it's just like tainted or something it definitely looks landable and like doable uh i think it's just like the the whole hype around no one's ever done it that fucks you up or the ground seems really hard on it or something like harder than usual i don't know it's weird because it definitely i think that gap is definitely doable and stuff that size has been done but uh yeah didn't land it i was really close my wheel broke i, I kind of landed and then my feet just slipped that way my wheel broke so i couldn't try it again but i definitely wanted to try it again but my heel was really sore after it it's a mad one have you been there bill nope never been no you've been there austin no, never been. I heard stories about the floor too. Unless that's what people are just blaming it on. This is the floor. You can't can't, can't do something about the floor. I don't know if it's like yeah. hollow underneath or something like that, but that's what people were, yeah. were blaming it on. From yeah, what I know. Weird. If I if I if I had been there, I'll tell you, man, we wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> it would be called the leap of faith to be regular leap. That's what it would be called. It'd be called, it'd be called, it'd be called, it'd be called the regular leap. That's what it'd be called. Billy's jump. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you probably could have. Nah. I, 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 you would have landed it. It's, but like, if you saw it, you, it doesn't like. It doesn't look like you don't go there and go. Whoa! You just kind of like it's high, but it's not like it doesn't look unmanageable. You know. I heard there's something like uphillish about the landing, like it's not perfectly no. flat or something. I heard it's like I don't know, semi up. That's I don't know, but if that's a old folklore mm. or whatever yeah i can't remember that no i remember the landing being pretty flat and good ian brian was so close to it we were there for that yeah before. brian was yeah. brian really was yeah. mm -hmm. um we got a i'll take a couple more questions here um dope tag says you were one of the first pros to ever visit russia in the early 2000s what are your thoughts oh, yeah. on the russian skate scene of these days and uh, Andre, Andre Zaitsev in these times said that your skating is so different, unexpected, and cannot be described theoretically, but at the same time, amazing, very high level. What was your opinion of Andre skating? So it's like a two-part question. Yeah, Andre was fucking amazing. He was so... That's actually another trip that, like, blew me away. It was so mad. Um, all the Russian guys were just on such a high level. And they had a real... It was kind of like... A, almost like Scottish kind of like hardcore mentality where they're just like, you know, oh, do the trick and fucking just, yeah, crazy, like committed and just mad. It was such a weird trip as well. But Andre Zaitsev was amazing. He, I was so impressed by him. Like when I came back, I told all my friends about him. He's just like, he's another level. Like, um, yeah, amazing. Um, but that trip, I was meant to... I was meant to go to Russia and Corte and Sagona, I think. Corte and some other USD pro were meant to be meeting me there and they couldn't get their visas in time. Uh, and I had my ticket booked, so I just ended up in Russia on my own for like a week. And it was mad. Uh, a weird place to be on your own for a week because not a lot of people there spoke English. So I was just like, there was one guy, Alex, that took me around everywhere. Um, and he had pretty good English and a couple others did, but like... I'd be just sitting out in bars and like in pool halls with all the guys and like 
It was so weird because they'd all just be talking and then looking towards me and laughing and saying shit. And you're just sitting there kind of going, Ugh, I don't know what you're saying. Like, <laughs> it's just a mad, a mad time. But uh, yeah, I skated loads there as well because they kind of just picked me up each day, brought me skating, brought me food, brought me home. Some days we go drinking, some days we go to people's gaffes. Uh, just mad. It was just such a weird, weird time. But it was really good. Um, and the skate scene there is amazing. Like, it's incredible. Uh, and the skate spots are deadly as well. Uh, me and off as well. And there was another guy, I can't remember his name. I think it was beginning with an M or something. That was really good. Oh, don't know. I'm not even going to try to say it. Can't but yeah, that was an amazing trip. <coughs> shout out to all the Russian guys and Andre. Legend. Yeah, shout out. Um, Bank London, Bank, well, Bank LDN says. Uh, was Albert the first person to complete the full Monty? A huge deal in the grinding game. I think so. I'm the first person that I saw doing it. Like, I'd, I hadn't seen anyone do it before. What's I the full Monty? I think. It's like backslide, alley fish, torque to Macchio. I did it at uh, the I never knew that was called the full Monty. Is that like a thing? It's just like a thing. Uh, I think Mark Travel or one of the English lads made it up and they just call it the Full Monty. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> That's an exclusive club. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's not an easy one. Ma- Matthias Silhan is in that club. Yeah, yeah. He did that amazing one, that thing. But I, d- I did it before that. So, <laughs> so just to clear it up, just let him know. <laughs> Sean Kels is definitely in that club too. Yeah, yeah for sure. Actually, Ooh, both that, I think I think there's a Russian guy. Um, he did it like both ways recently. Did you see that guy? Yeah, I did see that. That's crazy doing that both like ways. Like a transfer. Oh, fuck. that's so insane. That guy is nuts. He does that was so like at a skate park, so right, or something? Skate park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. So he does it across one rail and then transfers to another rail and does a switch in the yeah. same like trick. That's insane. Where did you see that? Uh, Instagram. Instagram. I gotta, I gotta Van, find this. Something. What's his name? I don't know. We, we, we featured the the kid. I think as a WTF one week. I don't remember what his name was, but yeah. we featured He's him. Always skating. doing crazy shit on like yeah. a blue portable. Yeah. Okay, I gotta check that out. I gotta see the both ways on the full Monty. That's rough. Yeah. But yeah. in one trick, like a transfer. So he does it one way on a rail and then transfers to another rail to switch. <laughs> Which is even crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's nuts. Yeah. Um. That's good. The progression is still happening. <laughs> um, I want to ask this one because it's funny. Yeah. So yeah. Kevin Chow says, how often do you get mistaken for Steve Aoki slash Nicholas Schofer slash Kevin Chow? <laughs> Sending good vibes <laughs> from Toronto. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get that loads. Too much. As it goes in waves, though, it's like whenever Steve Aoki becomes popular or something. When his documentary came out on Netflix, I used to get it all the time. So fucking annoying. It's funny because you have but, headphones uh, on now too, which is very Steve yeah, Aoki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny though. Like I can understand. Yeah. Like I'm just Asian with long hair. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Al, um, I gotta say it's been great having you on, man. It's been great catching up, and I hope. After all this stuff ends, we could find a way to link up, whether it be at a winter clash or if the borders open one of these days, I got to get over there. I've been talking to Dano and uh, Ricky about it. So definitely yeah, got to get there. Yeah. But um, just want to say thanks. 
Yeah, I got cousins yeah. like that I haven't seen in a while, but there's some cousins yeah. down in Cork and some up north in like Ulster from like the other side. But Amazing. yeah, I gotta I gotta figure that out. I you know, my, my brother and uncle and cousins would know more about that than me, you know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I, I should but come yeah. you'd love it. Same to you, I'd love to. Yeah, I've never been there before. Yeah. I'd love to make it out if, there. If you go if you come to Europe, like it's just easy to go anywhere from here to Europe, you know. Yeah, I had a lay I had a layover when I was just um when I was just coming back from this last winter clash and it was in Ireland for like six hours and I was uh, like dang I wonder mm -hmm. if I could get out and get a quick <laughs> pint if there was time but then there was all this immigration did you not get so one in just... the airport yeah I did, did not get a pint yeah I, I did for sure <laughs> yeah it's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, Alex, it was really good to catch up. Um, do you have any like parting words or last thing, shout outs you want to say to, uh, before we end the episode? Uh, I had like a list of shout out of people, but I don't know how to say it because I don't want to fuck it up. But uh, shout out to Rosie, my girlfriend, uh, Dano, Rick, Barno, Gordo, Dylan, Peter, Mark, uh, Andy O'Gorman, who loves fish brains, <laughs> Jordo, Jake. <laughs> Uh, Big Cavo, uh, Manweiler, Ushina Mani, said Treble already, Corte. I mean, just everyone, all my friends. <laughs> shout out to everyone. Uh, Yo, you shouted out Big Cavo. That's sick. I know Dano and Cavo are going to be stoked <laughs> on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about parting words. Just keep skating and having fun, I guess. Uh, yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Cool. Keep it going. Yeah. Oh, you're the man, bro. I hope we uh, link up soon. Yeah, me too, man. You're legends. Thanks, Mel, for having me. Hell yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Everybody, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace, everyone. See you later.